Hey guys, welcome back to Young Evolving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today's topic... Today's topic is basically on fitting in, or you could say feeling like you're missing out on something in your walk with God. So the next voice you'll be hearing is mine again, and I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I remember there was a few times where... I would get called, you know, too religious or boring or whack because I chose to not follow in the footsteps of others or the standard of which is cool. And that kind of, it kind of made me feel away in a sense because I never wanted people to look at me as boring or too religious for just not following what they follow for not following in the footsteps of the world, you know? Like, or following in the footsteps of what is deemed cool. Like, whoever came up with, whoever came up with what was cool and what was not cool, like, because it's changed over time. You know, certain things are now cool that weren't cool before, and certain things that were cool are no longer cool. So it's like, it's all about trends, because something that may be cool now is not is not going to be cool in the next 10 years. So it's like, you know, keeping up with all that, it, it's too much like it's just like and all the stuff that they deem cool is not even fun like it it don't be fun once you actually experienced it it's no it's no longer fun to you and I used to want to fit in so bad because I used to I cared about what people thought of me and I and I care because I'm I'm a big carer like I can never say I don't care and even if I do say I don't care I'm lying because I care. I actually I care so deeply about things. I, I care deeply about people. I care deeply about how I make people feel. I care deeply about what others think of me because I always thought that that was who I was, what people thought of me. I used to think that that's who I was. Somebody's perception. I used to think that somebody's perception of me was me. And I'm still learning to this day that that's not true. A person's perception of me is not me because everybody's perception of me may be different. And their perception may be good and it may be bad, but that doesn't make it me. A perception created by somebody else's mind does not make you. Whatever somebody perceived of you or thought of about you is not you. It's not always you. That's not always who you are. A person's perceptions can be false. They can be negative. They can be the complete opposite of who you really are. And I'm still learning that to this day. And that comes with learning to be comfortable in my own skin when you're comfortable in your own skin and you're confident in your own skin you don't care about what nobody else thinks you don't care about however somebody perceives you because you are confident in who you are and that comes with self-acceptance and that comes with self-love and doing the self-work to obtain that mindset and think that positive way and that takes time that could take years that could take months and it, it depends and it varies from person to person I feel as though we as a society try to fit in with the world around us because it's the new normal, you know? Nothing has ever been the same since, like, 2020. Like, things have changed drastically, and I feel like we're scavenging trying to find a new normal because this is different for us. Because before 2020, life was, you know, normal life. After 2020, everything changed, like everything, and it'll never be like that again. So I feel like we try to scavenge for a new a new normal because it's not normal anymore. Things aren't the same. 
and we tr- it's like we try to make a new normal. We try to put up a facade of what the new normal may be. So we try to fit into it. We try to put ourselves in a box. When reality when in reality we should just be walking in reality, walking in life, you know? But we have to know that just because something that has been around for so long doesn't mean it's right. I feel like because we grow up around things, it it's the normal for us. But just because you grew up around it and it was the normal at that time doesn't mean that it's right or it's good for you. You know? It doesn't mean that it's good for you because you've been around it, because you're familiar to it. That doesn't mean that it's good for you. Think of it like this. Every, you know that saying, everything that glitter ain't gold? Everything that seems best, everything that seems good may not always be good. Just because it looks good on the outside doesn't mean that it's good on the, out, on the outside. Everything that may be deemed good or everything that may be deemed bad may not always be good. We often get caught up in, you know, the illusion of thinking we have so much time or the illusion of thinking we have so much opportunity or the illusion of thinking that there's options, you know? I feel like because of social media and the worldly standards, we have grown to to thinking that we have so many options and that if I can't if, if it's not if I can't get it here, I can get it somewhere else. When that's not always gonna be the case. Every the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You know, it's it's not always greener on the other side. It may be it may not be as good now, but what if you get over there and there's something wrong there too? You know, like everything that glitters ain't gold and the other side is not always green. <laughs> it's not always green. You can get get to that other side and realize, oh, well, Dang, I had it good over here. Yeah, because you're we get caught up in what we see. We get so caught up in what the physical eye can see that we cause that to distract us from reality. Our perceptions sometimes distract us from true reality. We let social media distract us from true reality. We get caught up in social media. We get caught up in likes. We get caught up in streams. We get caught up in the money. We get caught up in what we see, the beauty standards, whatever it is that may be. We allow that to distract us from reality. And it always comes down to the question, perception or reality? Is what you're thinking a perception? Is that what you're perceiving or is that true reality? And I feel like sometimes, and I'm and I'm guilty of that too. I feel like sometimes we we fall into a sadness when we choose not to do things like the world because it looks fun on the outside, and we feel like, well, dang, everyone's having fun and I'm not. And we sometimes look at God's protection as trying to be a killjoy, when really, God is just protecting us from things that we think are fun from damaging us and contaminating us. God doesn't want unclean things to contaminating his contaminating his clean children. For example, mold spreads when something's clean and healthy. And when it gets around something that is already contaminated, it then spreads to healthy bread. You get what I'm saying? Moldy bread spreads to the healthy bread. When something clean is healthy around it, it becomes contaminated because it's already around something that's unclean, something that's already contaminated. When you put something that's healthy next to something that's contaminated, the healthy one will eventually get contaminated. 
So we think that we're missing out when whole time God is keeping us from being contaminated. He's keeping us from being damaged. He's keeping us from being hurt. He's protecting us from things that we cannot see because as people, we don't see the bigger picture all the time. We only see maybe a quarter, maybe a half. You know, we don't see it all for what it is. So we're thinking God's trying to be a killjoy and trying to keep us from having fun, you know, keeping us from partying, keeping us from smoking and drinking and, and fornication and sex and all that stuff. We think that he's trying to be a killjoy from pleasure when reality he's keeping and protecting us from the other things that can contaminate us through those lenses. You know, there's things that come with everything that we think is pleasurable. And those things can be good and those things can be bad, but nine times out of ten, or ten times out of ten, the things that come along with the things we deem good, I mean, the things we deem bad, the things that we deem fun, are really just a baggage full of damage that will attach itself to us. And God is trying to protect us from that. He's trying to protect us from having to carry that. He tells us not to to have sex before marriage. Why? Because soul ties. He doesn't want you contaminating your soul, contaminating your spirit with things that are unclean. So it's not about God doesn't want you to experience these things. But there's a time for everything. That's literally in Ecclesiastics. There is a time for everything. So just because it's not happening for you right now does not mean God's trying to be a killjoy. Just because you see your friends having fun at parties and drinking and smoking and that seems so fun from what you're seeing, God is protecting you from the things that come with that. There is baggage that comes with that. There are things that come with that that will attach itself to you. And God's saying, no, I don't, I don't want that to contaminate you. I've created you clean. I've created you to be new. I don't want you navigating or going in the world. I have set you apart for a reason. I'm trying to protect you from being contaminated. I'm trying to protect you from the mold. I'm trying to protect you from being contaminated by the mold. But you got to trust him. You got to trust that that is God's word says that the plans that he has for us are to prosper us and not to harm us. God is not trying to God is not going to keep you from anything that is going to benefit you. He's not going to keep you from that. He's not that type of father. He's he's a father that wants to give his children everything. But those things sometimes come with limits. And people of God, people who have relationships with God, people who are walking with God have to learn to be okay with not doing with every what everyone else is doing. We have to be okay with not fitting in with a particular group or not fitting in or being left out in certain matters. God's word tells us to come out from among them and be separate, meaning we are called to be separate and set apart. God called you to be set apart. He didn't call you to be like the world. He didn't call you to be like everyone in your friend group. He didn't call you to be like the people that you see on TV. He called you to be you. He called you to be set apart. He called you to be different and to embrace that difference and to walk in the feeling of being different. We often look at the feeling of being different as a negative. That is amazing. It is great to be different. It is amazing and phenomenal to be different. Because there are people that sometimes try to act like they're so different when in reality, they're just like everybody else. But God has called you to be different. So, yeah, that may look fun. Yeah, it may look fun from the outside. But you, are so, you have been called by the king of all kings to be different. Just because we as people of God live in the world does not mean we have to be a part of it. 
even though it looks good, looks can be deceiving. Even though you may think it is good for you, it doesn't mean that it's always good for you or good to you. And that is something that we often get caught up in. We think that everything that looks good is good. And people of God have to learn to know that that's not true for most cases. Like I said, everything that glitter is not gold. I feel like this whole matter truly comes down to coming to peace with the fact that you can't follow everyone else. You know, coming to terms with the fact that you are meant to be different, that you are called to walk in the fact that you are different from everyone else. That's why you get that weird guilt feeling when you cuss or when you drink or when you smoke or when you hang out with that particular friend or when you or when you lust like that is why you feel that way, because you have been set to come out from among them. You have been literally chosen to come out from the world and be different and follow God and walk with God and walk in the purpose that he has called you to. That's why you feel these things, because it's literally God telling you, hey, uh uh-uh. This, this isn't for you. You can't, you can't do this. You're not going to feel comfortable doing this. That's why you don't feel comfortable doing those things. That's why you don't feel comfortable doing certain things. Or that's why you feel guilty or shameful when you sin because you know it's not right. You know that that's not of God. And you know that God has called you to higher things. That is why you feel that way. That is God talking to you. You have to listen. You can't tune it out because it's never, it's never going to go away. God's always going to keep nudging at your heart. He's always going to keep knocking at your heart because he loves you. He wants you to come home. He wants you to return to him. He wants you to know him, to walk in the purpose, the divine purpose that he has called you to, that only you can do. There are things that God has set people on this earth to do that only you can do. God has sent you on this earth to fulfill a purpose that only you can do. Only you. No one can do it. God needs you to do it. But you can't do it if you're following everybody else. You can't be different if you're not coming out from among the world. You can't be different if you're living in the world. If you're doing the things of the world, you can't do what God has called you to do. You can't do two things at once. You can't follow God and be a part of the world. You got to pick. You got to pick where you want to go. You got to pick your stance. You can't be on the fence. You're, you're either on the one side. You're either on one side or you're on the other. You can't, you can't be hopping the fence back and forth. You got to pick. You got to pick. We have adapted a culture that believes that good is bad. And I've been learning this as I walk this this way of life with God. God has been showing me that, you know, everything that glitters isn't gold. And how he's really been showing me how society has really manipulated us into manipulating us into thinking that things that are good are bad. We no longer as a people desire to do good, to live right, to live righteously, to walk among the right. Walking with God deems you in this culture boring, deems you you have to look this way. You got You got to be boring. You can't do nothing. All you can do is reach like that is what the culture has set for us, for people of God. We have been set at a limitation and put in a box and we have been deemed boring people of god or people who walk with god have been deemed bad if that makes sense we have been deemed bad because we don't follow what the world does and when you choose to be different you get called out on it 
And that's something that we have to learn. If we're choosing to follow God to the fullest and to pursue him and to live righteously and do the things that he has called us to, we will get persecuted for it. We will get called out for it because we're not following everybody else. And when you don't follow everybody else, you get called out on it because you're not doing what they're doing. So they're like, hold up. Why are you trying? Why are you not following us? Why are you trying to be different? Why are you trying to go against the grain? That's how the world deems us because we're going against the grain. We're we're boring. We're no fun. We're too religious. We're this. We're that. We're faking this walk with God. We're playing church. No, we're walking with the king of kings. <laughs> we are holding ourselves to standards that are deemed bad in the world. And God's word says, for they have hated me first. They hated God first. They hated good first. They hated Jesus first. They hated good. The world hates good. They hate good. So they're going to deem everything that is bad and manipulate you into thinking that it's bad. They're going to manipulate you into thinking that things that are good are bad. We are in a world full of bad where God has called us to be good. We are in a world where God calls us to be different. He calls us to stand out. He calls us to be the people that make the difference, that make the change. But if the world is full of bad, how will the world have any hope for good? Or how will the world see Jesus if all his servants have converted to the ideas and the standards of the world. If you're if you're a follower of Christ or you are walking with God and you are tuning in and navigating with just using the world or you're living in the world or you're of the world you're just like everybody else. So how are the people going to be how are the people going to see different? We are called to live like Jesus. If you are following into the traps of the world or if you keep doing things of the world, how are the people going to see the Jesus in you? How are people going to see Jesus in you? How are people going to see Jesus in this world if all of his followers start converting to the world? If they start doing the things like other people? If they start falling into what other people are doing? How will the world see the good? They won't. They won't see Jesus. And that will be our fault. God literally said, come out from among them. Come out. Step out. Get away. You have been called to be different. Stop trying to fit in with everybody else. Stop trying to do things that people think are cool. It's not cool. Stop contaminating your identity with things of the world. You have been set apart for a reason and for a purpose. Walk in it. Embrace it. Stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Stop trying to fit into this standard that the society and the culture has painted for you. Come out from among them. Be who God called you to be. That's why you don't feel comfortable in that skin that you're trying to put on because that's not your skin. You're trying to put on a facade that's not you. Be you. We keep trying to put on a facade of an identity that the world has painted of us when when reality, we are who God has called us to be. Be you. Be who the person that God has been creating you to be. That is who he needs you to be. That is how you fulfill your purpose. That's how you will make a change. That is how you you will get to do the will of God. When you put off the fake facade, 
when you put down the fake identity, when you pull off the curtain of trying to fit in, you will then unlock and embrace the woman or the man that God has called you and intended for you to be. And God's word says, enter by the narrow gate for wide. For wide is the gate and broad is the path of destruction and there are many who go in it. This means that the path to walking with God is very slim. It's very narrow. Not many people follow it. Not many people do it. Why? Because it's different. Because it's uncomfortable. Because it's change. That's why the the, the gate to destruction is so broad. It's so big. It's full of many people because people are scared of change. They're scared of being different. They're scared of standing out. And that's what that means. The path of following God, the path of following everlasting life, the path of following God's divine will is so slim because people don't get on it. And if they're not on that path, they're on that big, broad path that leads to destruction. So the question that you need to ask yourself is, what path are you on right now? Are you on a path that is narrow and that is leading to Christ or leading to God or leading to his divine will and his divine purpose that he has set for you? Or are you walking on that broad and big path like everyone else in the world that is leading to nothing but destruction? And that's the question you have to ask yourself. That's a question that you have to dig deep and wonder and think about. And once you find that answer, is that good or bad for you? Is that good or bad? Is that who you want to be? Is that where you want to go? That's what you have to ask yourself. We have to learn that it's okay to embrace ourselves, that it's okay to be good, that it's okay to strive and to be and do good. Just because the world deems something bad does not always mean that's the reality of it. The meaning of good has been diminished and the meaning of bad has been idolized and placed on a pedestal by the world. And that's just the the truth of the matter. The new cool quote unquote is the idea of bad. The new thing to follow is being bad, being heartless, being petty, not forgiving, not caring, being ruthless. It's almost become, and it has been respected in this new culture, in this new society, in this, in this world. That's respected. Being ruthless, being petty, not being forgiving, being prideful. Think Like, that has become respected. It's become embraced. But that's not who God has called us to be. He didn't call you to be petty. He didn't call you to not forgive your neighbors. He didn't call you to walk with pride and think you're this big bad wolf. He didn't call you to that. He didn't call you to to gossip. He didn't call you to, to do these things. He didn't call you to be heartless and to be emotionally unavailable and not care about how you hurt people. He didn't call us to do that. Yeah, it's easier to do that. Yeah, it's easier to be emotionally unavailable. Yes, it's easier to to be prideful. Yes, it's easier to give up. Yes, it's easier to not forgive. It's it's easier to not care. But that's not who God's called you to be. Stop trying to put on that facade that that's who you are. That and that's what I feel like our society has been brainwashed into thinking. That's how we as young people have been trained up to learn. That there's no love out here. That everybody is the same. Don't trust people. Don't forgive people. Be petty if, if they do this. Give revenge if they do this to you. Do it worse. What? 
Come on. And that's been deemed respected. That's cool. That's been deemed cool. That's been deemed the way to go. Uh-uh. That, that's not what God has called us to be doing. Don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that trap. You have been set apart for a reason. But the question I've always had is like, what is the bad in trying to do right? Like, why is it so horrible to do good? Why is it so horrible to do right? The good guys are going bad because they're trying to fit in with the world. We as people of God are trying to fit in with the world so bad that we're good guys turning bad. When in reality, we are supposed to be the good guys. We're supposed to be the guys that are leading people to Christ. And you're not always going to be the good guy. And I've learned that myself. I have not always been the good guy. I haven't always been the good Christian, the good per- the good woman of God. I haven't always been the Proverbs 30. I haven't always been that. And, and that's the truth of the matter. We're not always going to be the good guys. But are you striving to be to do good, to do right, to live righteously? Are you striving? That's all. That's what matters. God's word says a righteous man falls seven times but gets up. Are you getting up or are you choosing to stay down and follow the world? That's the difference between someone that's trying and someone that just wants to be like the world. You're not going to be good all the time. You're not always going to be the perfect Christian or what the world labels as a perfect Christian. You're not always going to be that. And that is the truth of the matter. I don't always do right. Paul talks about in the world that in the word in the word <laughs> he talks about in the word that he has a he had des- he has a desire to do good but evil always comes he had a desire to do good but he still he he failed and that's the truth of the matter we desire to do good but we're not always going to do good every time we're humans we're people who are navigating life for the very first time we got to give grace to each other we got to be forgiving to each other we're not always going to get it right this is everybody's first time at life We're trying to figure it out just like you. People of God are trying to figure it out just like you. So you can't, we can't be so hard on each other. We got to give grace to one another. We got to encourage one another, guide each other. Following the crowd who chooses to be bad and wants to fit in. While following the crowd who chooses to do good stands out. Let me say that again. Following the crowd who chooses to be bad is fitting in, while following the crowd who chooses to do good stands out. Could that could that be the problem? Standing out is scary. Getting your feet out the water is scary. Is it is it that fitting in is much more comfortable and much more easier rather than standing out, embracing and being different, being set apart from everyone else? Is that the problem? I feel like that is. I feel like that's part of it. It's harder. It's hard to be set apart. It's hard to not do things like that everyone else is doing. It's hard to not indulge in it. You know, it's hard. You see everyone else doing it. And and, and it's not like you don't have the... Let's be, let's be real. Let, let's, let's, let's be real. Christians or people who follow God or people who are walking with God... St- may still have tendencies that they had before they started walking with God. Let's be real. 
let's let's be real because i feel like people say that you know once they started walking with god they didn't desire anything else from their last that's just not true (laughs) that's just not true you mean to tell me that ever since you started walking with god you don't crave to listen to that certain type of music no more or you don't bob your head when that little rap song come on or you like we're we're are we too sanctified for that now are we are we too is is that is that how we're moving because that's just simply not true you mean to tell me that once you started walking with god you never had the desire to masturbate no more stop it like we as people of god have to be honest with ourselves here just because we're walking with god doesn't mean that our flesh still don't crave old things but there's a difference between your flesh craving something and your spirit craving something when you start walking with god your spirit craves to do good we we as people want to do good but our flesh does the opposite and that's the truth of the matter and that's the truth of the matter as christians too even though you're walking with God, that does not mean that your flesh is exempt from being flesh. That doesn't exempt it from wanting things that you used to do. <laughs> That's just a matter of how the body works. That's the matter of how physicality is. That That's just what it is. So we can't be sitting up here as people of God and lying to people saying that we don't desire things. Or I wouldn't say desire, but we don't feel the desire to do certain things anymore. You know? Like if you're if you were a smoker, a heavy smoker before you came to God, you mean to tell me that now that you're walking with God, you've never once had a tendency to do it again or a craving to do it again? That would be lying. <laughs> like we have to learn to be real with ourselves. Vulnerability and honesty is the way that people will come to Christ. And I've been learning that myself. So that's why I'm so open when it comes to stuff. I'm so open of the fact that I used to do certain things. Yeah, I did. That's that's just what it is. I did. And I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say that I ain't think about doing it now. It's a thought, but that doesn't mean I'm going to do it. And that's where self-discipline comes in. Control. Self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit. We have to learn to have self-control and to have discipline. And you're not always going to get it right. <laughs> like I said, the spirit wants to do good, but the flesh wants to do bad. And it's a constant war between your flesh and your spirit. It's always a a fight between the good trying to do good and the bad trying to do bad it's a constant fight it's a constant war but it's all up to us to what we're choosing and even if you fail are you choosing to get up just because you failed as a person as a as a person of god doesn't make you less than in fact it just lets you know that this is why you need god Falling as a Christian or falling as a woman of God or a man of God or falling as a person that is trying to walk with God does not make you any less of God's child. In fact, it just reminds you when you fall, it's literally just a reminder that, oh, yeah, I need God because I can't do it by myself. I physically cannot do it by myself. That is why we need God. So that's what that really means. And the one thing I've been thinking about and that's really been sitting on my heart is if you really want to rebel and you really want to do something out the ordinary or you really want to be rebellious, be different. That's true rebellion. Being different is true rebellion. You're rebelling against the normal. You're being different. Like God said, come out from among them. If you really want to rebel, be different. (laughs) Walk in being different. Embrace that. Walk with the swag. Like, be different. Embrace the fact that you're different. That is rebellion. That is true rebel. 
rebel and be different rebel against the normal everybody's doing the same thing nowadays rebel and be different walk with god that's different you don't see so many people doing that walk with god show people your relationship with god show them that it's imperfect show them the the realities of walking with christ it's hard but it's worth it show people that that's that's true rebel you're being different most people ain't doing that most people that's walking with god aren't showing that they're showing that they're so perfect that their life is so perfect that god is blessing them 25 8 that's not true (laughs) people people of god even put up a facade sometimes but that don't that that don't help nobody if if people of god were more open we wouldn't feel so alone people of god feel so alone because they feel like no one is going through the same things as them because christians aren't talking about certain things like that but like i said if you really want to rebel be different be different be who god has called you to be that's rebelling because the world ain't doing that the world don't set up that standard in fact it sets the opposite so go ahead and rebel and be different and walk with God. Literally. I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you. If you really want to rebel, you really want to be rebellious, go walk with God and show people that. Show them the realities. That's rebellion. I like that. <laughs> That's rebellious. Like, stand out. Do the right thing. Strive to be good. Strive to be the reason that someone believes and hopes in, a, in, a, in the good in a low-quality world. Strive to be the reason that a person believes and that they hope in good in a low quality world. You know, this world is ghetto. <laughs> like you feel me? Like you you want to strive to show people different. That's rebellious. Showing people different, being different, embracing that. You know, coming to terms with that. Enjoy it. Don't try to fit in. You're not called to fit in. You're not called to be like everybody else. You're called to be the opposite. Find peace in that. Stop letting the world paint this facade for you or paint this fake identity. That's not you. Come out from among them is what his word says. Come out. Set apart. Be different. Be you. (laughs) Stop trying to do what everybody else is doing just because everyone else is doing it. Everything that may seem good, it's not good. And in fact, you'll be over it in a, in a few months. You'll get over it. But it's all about being real with yourself. Like, you know when something you're doing isn't good. Like, you know it. You feel it. You can tell that it's off. Listen to that feeling. That's that's God trying to talk to us, you know, that's him trying to speak to us and letting you know, like, hey, like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this. You know, I didn't call you to do this. That's why you don't feel comfortable doing it. That's why we don't feel comfortable doing certain things. I don't feel comfortable doing certain things anymore because I know the guilt that comes with it. Like, I know God, like me and God have this relationship where I know that something's not good and I know that I'm gonna feel bad if I do it. You know, like it it gets to a point where we have to be real with ourselves. Stop flirting with the world. Be set apart and be different. You can't be sitting on the fence. You can't be trying to be like everybody else and then try to be like God one minute and then try to be like the world the next or trying to fit in with the world one day and then trying to fit in with God. Like you just can't pick and choose. You got to pick a side and stay there. 
God doesn't like switching. He don't like people that switch up. He wants somebody that's going to be for him and live for him and be for him and walk with him. Not somebody that's just going to come for him once in a while, a couple times, you know, and then go back to what they were doing before. He wants somebody that's going to surrender their heart to them, not just their mouth. He wants somebody that's going to surrender their heart to him. And then with that will come a change in actions. You feel what I'm saying? We often think that we have to change who we are to come to God. No, be you. Go to God as you are. You know that term, come as you are? That's really how it is with God. You have to come as you are. Come to him with your heart. Don't be doing all this talking or, you know, trying to trying to talk that talk, but not walking that walk. Give your heart to God. When you give God your heart, he will produce a change in the way that you act. So you don't have to worry about that. All you have to worry about is bringing your heart to him, asking him to clean your heart, give you a clean heart, giving you a new heart. Ask him to transform your mind, transform your heart. That's what you should be asking, not him to change who you are or not you trying to change who you are by yourself. When you come to God with your heart, with a clean, repentive heart, God will make that change in the actions. You won't have to. That'll come. So, you know, don't stress. Go to God as you are. Because you know you're not fitting in with the world. That's why you feel so different. That's why you feel so left out. Because you keep trying to fit in with people or situations or things or do things that, you know, that are not for you. That's not that's not who God called you to be. That's why it feels that way. Embrace that. Take time to walk with God. Take intentionality to be you. So what I'm really saying is you're not missing out on nothing. The world is always going to be the world. Don't be a good guy, turn bad. <laughs> Don't be a good guy, turn bad. Don't Don't confirm to the world. Don't give in. Keep going. Even though it looks good, don't mean it's good. Just keep pushing. Keep going. Keep walking with God. God's going to show you that you're not missing out on nothing. In fact, he has more than enough for you. He has amazing things that you can't see yet. So don't give up. Don't give in to the world. Don't give in to the temptation. Not yet. Don't do it. Because God's going to show you that, hey, you're not missing out on anything. In fact, I have all you need right here. And more. Ten times more than what you can imagine. So you're not missing out on nothing. Don't think you are because you're not. Don't try to fit in because you can't and you're never going to feel comfortable doing it. So don't even try. You're not going to feel comfortable doing it. So why why keep trying to force it? That's like trying to force blocks or puzzles into a piece where it don't fit. It, it, it don't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. So embrace who you are. Embrace the person that God is calling you to. Come home to him. Walk with him. Give him your heart. You won't regret it. I promise you won't regret it. So what I just hope that you guys got out of this is like, you're not missing out on anything and don't try to fit in. Be a good guy or strive to be a good guy because you're not always going to be the good guy, like I said. So at least strive to be like Christ. Strive to be the good. Strive to be the good in a world where it's full of bad. Strive to be that difference. Strive to be like Jesus.
And how do you be like Jesus? In order for you to in order for you to live like Jesus, you have to know Jesus and you have to walk with Jesus. So if you're not walking with Jesus, I encourage you to start. Start so you got to start somewhere. You don't have to have your life together to get to know him. You don't. God loves you in your mess. God turns the the messiest people and the worst people into his people. So don't think you're too jacked up for God because you're not. God loves jacked up people, in fact. And I happen to be one of them. (laughs) I happen to be one of them. So I'm speaking from experience that God will take the messiest and the most jacked up and the most hurt and the most craziest people to be his people. That's the people. He loves those type of people. So don't think so don't think you're too far out. Don't think you're too far crazy enough or you're too this, you're too that to get to know God. You're not. He loves you so much. And I just want y'all to know that and to find peace in that. So I hope that you guys took something from today's episode. And don't forget to follow Young Evolving Podcasts on Instagram for updates and things of that nature and just daily encouragement, just whatever you guys need and Feel free to DM me if you have questions, if you have encouragement, guide, whatever you guys have. My DMs are always open. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I hope that you got something out of it. And I love you. And God loves you. So stay tuned for next Sunday's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> Bye.